episode we recorded like last week are you serious i'm so busy jesus but, all right well that's a thing yeah so this would probably be two weeks late it's valentine's day so Aww. just so you know whenever this goes up we recorded this on valentine's day yeah adam's my valentine <clears throat> yeah we had a little valentine bro date yeah, oh, yeah. i'd like to point out a i'm not a cheap date b i don't put out on the second date thank you yeah second date this is like our 800th date what are you talking about what, whatever bobby what the fuck are you doing now and Bubby is still the ballless wonder. Yeah. Sans testicles. I was gonna say, like, <laughs> he fucked up Adam's arm right yeah. good. I'll post a picture on our on our friend's page. Oh. Ooh, is it... Ooh, it's... Scabby. Yeah. yeah. It, mm. uh, our friend, our Facebook page, public page is what I meant to say. Okay. Um, it is gross looking. Ah, get off that. Fucking... Damn it, I missed. And now he's shooting rubber bands at the cat. My cat was playing with rubber bands, so I was trying to shoot him with it, and I missed. Man. Anyway. I admit to animal abuse. Yeah. It's just a rubber band. He'll be fine. <laughs> Payback. It's retribution. Oh, yeah. yeah. He... <laughs> what is that? That's... One, two, three claws and two teeth. No, four claws, because he got me on the backside of my arm, too. So, yeah. there's that. It was my fault. I was stupid. Um, so, yeah. So, I got my arm all fucked up from my cat. And then Thursday night, I went to bed with eye pain, thinking I was just tired, and thinking I could just sleep it off. Oh, Bubby wants to play. Come here. Come here, stupid. Come here. Come here, General. Come here. I should have just named him General So. <laughs> General So is chicken. Bubby So. Got it. Um, oh. Anyway, so yeah, I would, uh, got fucked up by my cat on Wednesday. Thursday had eye pain. Went to the doctor Friday, only to find out that I had a sty. What is a sty? I'm not 100%. I don't know. I'm not 100% either, because mm-hmm. I asked the doctor, and she was just like, it's viral. That's all. I, it's just viral. And you... just brought me a couple of prescriptions and pushed me out the door. Fucking serious? <laughs> yeah. Man, I love the description, because you would think being, you know, a medical well, like, it was professional. Well, it was an urgent care, and they were very busy. Like, she came in, did her little eye test. And she was like, like the flashlight thing. Yeah. And she looked at it. And she goes, "It's a sty. Here's some prescriptions. Go home." <laughs> wow. So I'm, she's like, literally. And I was, I was like, wait, wait, wait. I have questions. Like, what if, um, like, what if, what is a sty? Like, how do I keep it from coming back? And da, da da da. And she was like, just basic care. Just keep your eyes clean. Wash your eyelashes. Da da da. da. And I'm like, okay. So so. <laughs> Remember, if you go in ass to mouth, make sure you right. wash your face. <laughs> right. And and she was like just very short with all our answers. And then, like, the nurse practitioner came in behind her and mm-hmm. was, like, doing follow-up and discharge. And she was like, do you have any more questions? I'm like, I mean, technically, no. Like, I asked my questions to the doctor, and she kind of gave me answers. But I'm not, like, 100% clear here. And she's like, well, da-da-da-da-da. And I was like, it's fine. I mean, I know what to do. She, I, she told me how to use the prescriptions and stuff. She was just very... 
straightforward and very blunt, you know. Almost rude. Rude, really. Not be rude. A... Like, I mean, she answered my questions, but she was just short. Because I guess she was busy. Um, so anyway. I mean, was there fucking people bleeding out on the floor in the... No, but there was a lot of, like, flus and, you know... Oh, the funny story about I was in the waiting room. <clears throat> I was sitting in a seat, and next to me was a mother and daughter. Now, it was me sitting in my seat. Directly to the left of me was the little girl. She was, like, six or seven. Okay. And then directly to her left was her mother. Okay. And I'm not paying them any attention. I'm sitting there playing on my phone or whatever. And uh, all I did was clear my throat. I was just sitting there. I just did a... <clears throat> just like that, you know. And this little girl turns and she looks at me like I had just like fucking summoned the demons. Like her eyes got that big around and she was like staring at me. And I was like, alright. Paid her no attention. Never said a word to this kid. Right. And then uh, after a couple of minutes of playing on my phone... I guess she looked at her mom and was like, gave her mom that what the fuck look, because uh, I heard her mom go, honey, he just cleared his throat, it's okay. And I was, I scared the shit out of this little girl, just clearing my throat, apparently. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know. No offense, Adam, but you were pretty big and hairy. I'm not that hairy. Right, coming from the dude that has a giant bushy beard, Okay. I mean, my face is hairy, but my body's just normal levels of hair. <laughs> look, I'm not saying that I'm really hairy. I mean, hairy. look at I look that hairy. You're, you're pretty furry. I'm average hairy. I mean... Yeah, you're average hairy. We I are mean, comparing bellies on the podcast. Sh- we are comparing they, belly hairs. They didn't need to know that. If people didn't know we were bears before, sh- good lord. I, dude, we are setting a standard for being, <laughs> like, the gayest we non-gay should, bears. We, you know what we should do? We should market ourselves to the bear community. Well, wouldn't we have to be gay first? No, we don't have to be. Just be like, hey. I feel like that's a prerequisite no, to be a bear. Not to market. We, we don't market ourselves as bears. Okay. Just market ourselves to the bear community. I'm still. You don't, you don't have to be gay to market yourself to gay people. Do you understand? I, I, I realize. Mean, it helps. Sure. <laughs> Look, I'm not saying that it's going to hurt you. But um, you know. But if but if but if we could find a niche market of people who could appreciate us for who we are as humans, which is the bear variety, <laughs> you know. Dude, I asked my boss who happens to be gay. There's that, and I was like, I'd be like a bear, right? If I was gay, I'd yeah. be a bear. He's like, No. Nah. I was like, Really? Really? This? Yeah. This isn't enough. And he's like, No. Nah. You'd be like a cub. Apparently, I don't know what that is. I don't know what the guy with the lines are. I and that's my problem. Yeah. And I was just like, okay. And I'm not willing to dig deep enough into that to find out either. Well, <laughs> you know, be, nothing against bears or gay people. It's just not my bag, man. Be a uh, be welcome because I dug deeper. All right. So <laughs> apparently, so you have you have bears who are just big, burly, strong dudes. Sure. There you go. Then you have cubs. Which are, like are the soft fat ones? I guess, like the like the men who love them, like duck fat. Mm. <laughs> mm, duck fat. We'll get to that in a while. <laughs> and then you have otters, which apparently are like skinny furry dudes. I've never seen a skinny furry dude. Yeah, I know that it's apparently they exist. They're like unicorns. That's and this is all that I'm basing off of from what my boss told me. All right, and. I mean, then again, he could be fucking lying to me. Who fucking knows? Yeah. I don't know. 
Like, I, I wouldn't... Do me a favor. Yes. Go open that window for him before he loses his mind. Okay. Right. I'll be back. Yeah, Joe will be back. We gotta let the cat sit in the window or he'll drive us crazy the whole night. Alright. You need some help? <laughs> he can't open the window by himself. It's unlocked. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, it stays unlocked. There you go, Bubby. Didn't we just close this door? No, you leave it open. He'll sit there and be quiet forever. Okay. Um, okay. So anyway, so we're not bears, we're cubs? I guess. I I'm guess not... bears are strong guys? We should... No, no, no. What? I was going to say, we should, we should start working out. Get some upper body mass. Do you want to realize... Adam, do you know how long, firstly, that's going to yeah, take? Yeah, I know, I know. We, secondly, how many times we've said, we should work out, start at it for two weeks and quit? Well, we, no, we went for like a good while. We went for a couple of months. Yeah, and achieved nothing. Oh, my cardio was good for a while. Yeah, I, I did get to a point where I could run a 5K in about 40 minutes. Yeah, I mean, that's not bad. Especially it's as, a, okay. as a pack-a-day smoker, yeah, it's not bad at all. I was just happy that I could run and not feel winded. Yeah. Which, by the way, if you're not working out, you should at least just run on a treadmill. At minimum. Or, or an elliptical, yeah, for sure. Something. Just... Because, like, I have knee problems. I can't fuck with the treadmill. Fucks yeah. my knees up. So. Uh, anyway, so there's that. Yeah, and then started a new job since we recorded the last podcast. Right. Uh, Lyft started being super duper slow. The last day I worked Lyft was... Not this last Friday. Okay. Not the Friday before, but the Friday before that. So three Fridays ago. Got it. Because I've worked three weekends at Spinelli's. Okay. Um, Surprise, he works at Spinelli's. Yeah, Spinelli's. It's a pizza place. It's a local pizza place here. What, you want to fight about it? Um, I worked Lyft in the afternoon from 2 p.m. to 9.30. Yeah, yeah. Made $35. Are you fucking serious? And I was like, this is not going to cut it. <laughs> like, I have to do something more. Right. Um, and it just so happened that, like, the week after I started Spinelli's and the money started running low in my bank account, my school check kicked in. Hey. So I was like, eh, I got money to live on for a couple weeks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to starve to death. Right. Exactly. I mean, you'd be fine, but, you know, yeah, whatever. Well, you know. Anyways, I started... Go from bear to otter. I started delivering to this pizza place that I've been... I've had, like, this love affair with since I've discovered it. And a lot of people in Louisville don't like their pizza. And that is a valid complaint. It is... I mean, wouldn't an acquired it, taste? Wouldn't it just be an opinion, not a complaint? Yeah, because I, I mean, well, yeah, because their pizza is more like Chicago style. No, well, no, their pizza is New York thin. Oh, okay. The owner is from Philadelphia. <laughs> okay. See, I just whatever. Yeah. I've never been to Chicago. Never had Chicago pizza. I always assumed that Chicago is famous for the real super thick the oh, casserole okay. pizza. Okay. See, yeah. I had that reversed. It's not pizza. It's casserole. That's okay. my thing. I don't eat. I don't eat Chicago style. Okay. See, I'm like I'm like a pizza snob. Oh man, yeah. calm down. Deep dish is fine. Chicago casserole can't fuck with it. Okay. Uh, Philly style, New York style is the best. Okay. See, I had it I had it wrong because I thought New York style was actually Chicago style. No, New York is the the huge thin slices. Okay. The see, sloppy foldable slices. Right. I'm sorry. You're okay. I, you're okay. You're all right. I, I, we're, we're educating. I'm a problem. We're educating. It's all. I'm right. so sorry. So. Anyway. So he works there. So the owner. His name's Brian. Oh. He's a uh, he's fairly nice dude. I mean, he's very blunt, very forward. He's got five stores to run. Right. City, and there's run generally. The managers are cool. Most yeah. of the insiders are cool. 
But it's, I'm sure it's a stressful job. Oh, yeah. So he's very blunt, very forward. But once you sit down and break through that, he's actually a pretty friendly guy. I talk to... Because he doesn't actually run the stores anymore. Like, he has managers that run them for him. Right. And he... Uh, I mean, if you have five shops and you're the owner... Yeah. Yeah, you're just gonna... You're gonna yeah. fucking subdivide that shit. Yeah. So, um... He was in our... I work at the downtown store. Okay. On, uh, in, yeah, downtown Louisville. That's unfortunate, because, like, I've heard that the downtown store is, like, not the best store. I mean, it's fun. I enjoy it. Well, fun and good at And I hate the Highlands. I fucking... I delivered one night for Baxter. Yeah. Because they needed help, and it was only for, like, two hours. And I almost got T-boned by some drunk fucking idiot coming out of Taco Bell's parking lot. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Fuck the Highlands. I'll take $50 a night over delivering in the Highlands. All weekend long. Um, and St. Matthew's is slow. Dixie is slow. So, yeah. Fuck the Highlands. Well, then, I guess I'll have to order from uh, downtown, then, from now on. Yeah, we go that far. Yep. Okay. Yeah. We got a five-mile radius. Nice. Um, so, anyway, the owner's really cool. And for my school projects, one of my projects I have to do is a commercial, a 30-second to a minute commercial. Right. I talked to my manager at my store, whose name I won't say because she doesn't want that information going out. Right. <laughs> um... Frank, got it. Yeah, yeah, Frank, the girl. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, sure, Frank. Okay. Anyway, so... Well, you could be called Frankie. You could still be... Frank could still be, a, like, a woman's Francesca, name. Francesca, yeah, I can see it short for Frank, or Francine, or something like that, sure. Ooh, look at you. I mean, I'm just saying, anyway. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> the point is, I talked to my manager, Frank, and she said that... She was 100% down with me filming a commercial at the restaurant, like, using it as a location. Oh, that's cool. These places have a lot of character. I know most of you are listening have never been, but, like, uh, the owner... Think of a dive bar. Kind of. Yeah. Um, it's very divey. All of, all the locations are very divey. And the owner is a, uh, a big fan of graffiti culture. Hmm. There's all kinds of really, really great graffiti... In every location. Even there, is there a shirt design that they, they have? They have lots of shirt designs with well, lots of graffiti stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's good shit. <coughs> um, what? Sorry, you cleared your throat. Oh. Scared <laughs> Did you ask your mom? Yeah, I was terrified. Um, anyway. Yeah, no, it's good stuff, man. It's, a, it's, a, it's, the money's not as good. Yeah. However, even if I only make $50 a night or six, or, you know, whatever, Whereas when I worked Lyft, mm-hmm. if I made $50, I made $50. That was it. Right. With Spinelli's, if I make $50 in cash a night, that's okay because I'm still making a paycheck. Right. And we still have we still collect a wage. So I can still count on an extra 80 or $120 every two weeks, you know, to help supplement what I'd miss in tips. Hmm. So. Isn't still, like, it's still, um... Like the the server's wage, right? No, like, no. Drivers don't. That doesn't apply to drivers. Oh, okay, cool. That only applies to in-store servers. Oh, okay. So we we make nine dollars an hour in store, and then four fifty on the road. So as long as we're in the store, we're making nine dollars an hour. Oh, that's good. Yeah. See, because I was just like, holy fuck, that's man, what a terrible way to fucking do things. But oh, I know, server wages are a joke, dude. Dude, the fact that server wages are a thing in our country is fucking insanity. It hasn't changed since the early 90s in almost 30 years. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that people... Okay. I guess that's... Well. Well. This is just pandemonium. It's just fucking dogs and cats living together. Just pure <laughs> anarchy. Mass hysteria. Um, 
Yeah, it's just the fact that uh, they expect that you know the customer to to yeah. fill in the gap. Two thirteen is what a server makes. Two thirteen an hour. It's fucking insane. It literally comes out to zero on a check. It's literally just enough to make their taxes, and not even that in some cases, depending on how much they make in tips. Servers make zero wages on a check. It's pitiful. Which is why I always do my best to tip, you know, reasonably well. I mean, that's why I, that's why I set my standard tip at five bucks no matter yeah. what I got. Now, if it's really good service... Then boom. we can go up from there, right. Um, hey, you want to hear a funny uh, analogy? Not analogy. Uh, I wouldn't kick her out of the bed? No, 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 that's not the word I meant. What is it? Anecdote. No, maybe. If like it's, a story from my if, life? If it's, is that an if it's just a small story, then yes, it would be an anecdote. An anecdote, okay. Um, <laughs> Jesus as, Christ, was it, Was that it? Was no, no, it, no, 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 no. You asking me if it was an anecdote, is that the anecdote? Cause, no. Because um, that would make an anecdote. So I was at my mother's this weekend, and for those who don't know, my mother's deeply religious, and she lives in the country. Um, those two are very relevant here in the, this story. Anecdote. Um, calm it down. I'm calm. You fucking love anecdotes, I'm calmer man. than you are. We're, Calmer than you are, dude. Anyway, I was at my mom's and uh Why'd you tell me to be calm? We were talking about uh movies, just new movies we'd seen and stuff. And she goes, Yeah, I watched that new uh Inferno movie. Inferno. The sequel to the Da Vinci Code. Oh. And I was like, we I was like, was it good? She was like, Yeah, I was like, wait, hold on, wait a minute, back up. This is the woman who refused, absolutely refused. To watch the Da Vinci Code because she felt that the fictional implication that Jesus may or may not have had a relationship with Mary Magdalene of a carnal nature was blasphemous to the point where she would boycott that movie. And I was like, so wait. Jesus, puppy. And she read all three books and she was like, I was like, so wait, you're cool with the first story and the movie and the book. You're cool with the last movie in the book. Just that middle piece is what, what, what catches you in the crawl. And she was like, yeah, I don't, I don't like that. What's the difference? It's all the same story, just broken up into three pieces. She just absolutely refuses to read the Da Vinci Code because she just can't bother. She just can't be... It, it just, she just can't wrap her head around the fact that there's a fictional story that implies that Jesus may have had a carnal relations with Mary Magdalene. Well, I mean, there's actually some some theories going around that that happened. Well, yeah. But, I mean, so it's not 100% fiction. Because I remember when this argument first came up with her. Yeah. We sat down and we were talking about it, and I was like, look, I'm not saying this book is right or wrong. I'm just saying there's an entire portion of Jesus' life that there are no, there's no documentation for. 18 years. From the age of 12 to the age of 30. That's all the way through puberty, all the way through young adulthood, right. to the time he was a full-grown adult, missing from the entire story. Actually, that's not quite 100% right. Well, it's not in the Bible. It's not in the Bible because the Bible is just a grouping of stories that right. were, you know, put together. Uh, the Apocrypha, mm-hmm. um, which are a bunch of texts that are just yeah, a bunch yeah. of different things. I'm just explaining. I know. And um, the Vatican actually has all of these stories Mm -hmm. because during that time period uh way back in the day when religions were way more in flux Mm -hmm. um 
a good portion of books were just fucking burned when cities were you know ransacked or whatever. Right. And early Christianity didn't really hold on to a lot of their works because right. you know they were going to be burned as right. know, blasphemy. However, the Jews, ironically enough, we'll get to that, are fantastic at uh, bookkeeping. Yeah. And we're like, no, this is some uh, this is some shit we should probably know. Yeah. Whatever. So they actually kept a lot of the copies, and that's how the apocrypha actually made it to the Vatican. Cool. Surprisingly, on point knowledge. Yeah. There you go. We were we were. I was in art history class today. I was. I've been regaling Joe with stories from my art history class, which is an actually really fascinating class. It started out kind of slow and boring with like 13th and 14th century Italy, but now that we've gotten into like the Renaissance and the High Renaissance and stuff like that, it's gotten to be really fascinating. Um, and they were talking about, like today, we were talking about how the. Uh, like a lot of the the Sistine Chapel and the like the Da Vinci's and and the Michelangelo's and Raphael's and all their work and stuff, and it's it's really cool stuff. We were talking about how like the well, I told you this in the car, yeah. how basically every scene on the roof of this or the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel is a giant fuck you to the church. Yeah, it's hysterical. He was telling me about how there's one where God's mooning. God people. is literally mooning the Pope, the Pope, not just people, the Pope specifically. That's glorious. Yeah. And there's one where an angel is doing this gesture called the fig, uh-huh. and that's literally the Italian thing, uh, thing for the middle finger. Are you, what this? Yeah, this like, is the middle like finger. Like your thumb, through, your thumb between your your index and middle finger is the Italian gesture for fuck you. Because my teacher's Italian, and she was like, "Oh yes, we knew that very well." <laughs> I was like, "Oh okay, well done." Um, and she's so funny. She's this short, plump little old lady, and she's so. It's just bizarre to see such a, a woman like that so open about her sexuality mm-hmm. because we talk about like the David and stuff and she's mm-hmm. like, look at that nice cute little tushy right there. It's just a beautiful little bottom. And she, she just loves the little butts and the, and the penises and the boobs and stuff. She loves it all. Good for you. Yeah, I was like, that's, a, that's great. Like, she's a great teacher. Good for you. Um, she's like, oh, that's such a nice little tushy. I love that tushy. <laughs> And she'll have her pointer stick, and she'll, like, circle it. She's like, look at that. It's nice. Calm it down. Yeah. Get, like, a fucking spray bottle and just... <laughs> no! <laughs> we stay on point in this class. Um, but, yeah, no, that was one of the points we were making, was a lot of art from about the 14th century to the 16th or 17th century, even on, is has such deep religious connotations, because the only people who could afford... To commission works like that were the church, or the 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 monarchy, you know. Right. So that's why so much of it is so deeply religious, mm. um, which is cool. Like I mean, you know, I don't I don't agree with religion, but I still think it's you know it's history. You can't change it. You may as well appreciate it for what it is. True. 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 Um, and there's some really 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 cool stuff. Like I was talking about earlier, we were talking about the uh, School of Athens. That's probably my favorite piece that we've gone over so far because it's just the st- the story behind it just amuses the shit out of me. It's a great piece, but just the whole story of Raphael being just this petty little bitch, I love it. I just I can support that a hundred percent. Oh my god! Like, so he's sitting here and he's just like, yeah. So Raphael is, uh, you know, the artist, not the turtle. And I fucking look at him like he just cleared his throat in a waiting room. <laughs> Like, I came real close to just smacking him. Yeah. It was real close. 
He's like, yeah, you know, Michelangelo was his teacher. You know, not the turtle. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I want to die. Did you know that Donatello, the artist, not the turtle, did uh, his own version of the David? I fucking hate you. No, I didn't know that. <laughs> yes, because there's Michelangelo's the David, which is the, the very famous one. Oh my god, tell me that like Donatello's is just has a giant fucking wang. No, but... That's unfortunate. He is nude, but he's okay. got his little hat on, and he's got his little sword, and it's called the Contrapost, the, the stance that he's in. Okay. Uh, he, I, Wait, I, I might actually have seen that. Because it's like, it's real small. Like, it's not like the other David. Like, he's very, like... Young, like he's like right. twelve or thirteen, and he's standing, and he's got like his hip out and his leg out, yeah. with his sword down. Yeah, yeah I've that's seen that. Donatello's David. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that statue before. Yeah. But, all right. Yeah, because Michelangelo's is the one with the the big the big dick in the front and the nice tushy. Well, technically, it was a very small. Dick. Oh well, yeah. Because they wanted they tried to downplay the yeah. the genitals as well, much small, as possible. Well, small genitals were the thing back then. Yeah, yeah, that was viewed as like aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. So having a big... Nobody wants a big fucking iron rod dick. Yeah, not anymore. If they fucking saw people nowadays... You know what else I didn't know about that time period? I knew that there was... Bestiality. A lot more common. Almost. Not quite bestiality. Wow, are we... Was I on fucking Not quite bestiality, but like... The idea of strictly homosexual or strictly heterosexual relationships... Yeah. Didn't exist. Okay. Men slept with men... And women, women slept with both. It was just, everybody slept with everybody. There was no line. There were right. no, you know, like Leonardo and Michelangelo had young boy, like like boyfriends, basically. Right. And it was just, that was the way things were. That was right. completely normal. Yeah, I remember, um, what was it? It was something to the effect of like, fuck, I don't want to say pedophilia, mm. but these, these boys were quite young. Like Nambla. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. And I was like, well, hold on a second. Like, okay, how young are we talking here? Because I know everything was way more relaxed back in the day. Yeah. But, like, at a certain point, when did that become the taboo? That's a good question. Yeah. So, because I have no idea. I don't either. I could ask my teacher. She would know. Ah, see? There yeah. you go. Um, probably around the time... That the church started becoming the more dominant force. Christianity became. Right. The, the papacy, right. Right. Um, which, even then, I mean, the Vatican and the, the Catholic Church still are implicated in quite a bit of man-on-boy type stuff. Yeah. So, anyway, that's getting too heavy. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go to, let's go to so, something from the internet. YouTube drama. Jesus Christ. I love it. I follow all of it. People say, Adam, how do you keep up with all this YouTube drama? You know what I say? I have a smartphone and lots of free time. See, I just don't give a shit. Like, Oh, I do. I give all the shits. Was this? Uh, I love good, juicy internet drama. See, iDubs and, was it? Tanamongu? Monogu? Mongu? I think it's Mongu. Mongoose? Tanamongoose. Right? Mongoose? Mongooses don't honk. No, mongoose. That's one goose. A mongoose is a rodent. No, 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 it's a, it's one goose. Is it a mammal? Yeah, is it a mammal? <laughs> it's warm blooded. So. Tell, tell me, Adam, yeah. are birds mammals? Tell me. <clears throat> Ooh, I just gave him the fig. Ooh, um, I need you to calm down with your figs. Uh. So apparently, Bobby. this YouTuber, he's quite popular. His name is I Dubs. That's I. I think it's I D U B B B Z. I didn't realize there's three three B's. Uh, yeah, I think there are. 
He needs to calm it down with letters, yeah. like three of them so in a row. Anyway. It's going to get pretty uh, dicey up here in a okay, minute. So, so, so the story starts with iDubs and this other Storytime YouTuber who basically sits in front of a camera and lies for 12 minutes. Um, I think she's also a singer. No, she's not. Or trying No? No. The whole thing, you're talking about the meet and greet? Yeah. That was just because of her YouTube personality. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, 100%. I thought she was trying to no. be a singer or some shit. Oh, she might be, but no. You know, uh, she's Poppy, right? I'm Poppy. I'm Poppy. I'm Poppy. That's a whole nother thing. I am Poppy. <laughs> Let's continue. Anyway, so, Tana Mongoose. Mongoose, got it. Yeah, Tana Mongoose. She apparently made a video calling out this, I think his name's Ian. Right. We'll just refer to him as Ian from here on out, whether I'm right or wrong. Um, Fuck Ian, right? Ian. What a dick. So, Tana Mongoose made a video calling out Ian. Yes. And basically calling him a racist and all this other stuff. Because he uses the N-word in right. some of his videos. And how disgusting that Pretty is. Pretty liberally from what I've seen, yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's, whatever. I don't like that word, but whatever. Yeah. Um, I've grown out of it. I'm Jesus, not... Bubby. Um, anyway. So, Ian slash iDubbbz is famous for this series of videos he creates called Content Cop. Yeah. Where he takes someone from YouTube and... Pretty much rips them. Yeah, he destroys their careers with each new video. He did one on Keemstar, he did one on Leafy. Well, no offense, but Keemstar kind of did that to himself. Yeah. Keemstar was a disaster waiting to happen. Leafy doesn't give a shit. Right. Like, Leafy will just be like, you know what? I'm a piece of shit, so fuck you. I'm waiting for him to do one on Donkey. Oh, man. Oh, God. Anyway, so he did one of these content cops where basically he goes through their entire history and makes them look like the fools that they are with using their own words right he doesn't he doesn't make any implications he uses their own content he uses factual information yeah. that uses, they gave right so he did one of these content cops for tana mongoose and um tana monterey cheese got it yeah tana tana man, mange Man, man, Manny, Manny G, Manny G, Manny Fresh. Manny, Tana Montana, got it. Tana, Tana Montana. There you go. Um, so he made one of these content cops for Tana Montana, and he, uh, uh, basically, he fucking just blew her out of the water, you know. Yeah, a good portion of it was, she was calling him a racist. She was calling him a racist for using the N-word, ironically and humorously, which we'll get to in a second, eh. um, on another set of topic. Um and but, she, but he went through his, he went through her YouTube channel history and found her, you know, situations of her using the word as it was so hatefully originally intended. Yep, pretty much yelling at her. I friends. mean, not even, not even pretty much, like blatantly to the yeah. camera, going, "You stupid blank," and uh, Go "You, f- you fucking blank." Yeah, and, and oh my god, there was a video that she put up. Where she was trying to explain it away. She was like, look, people say it all the time in California. Sorry, that was really loud. I'll wait for you to... No, go ahead. Finish finish your drink while we're doing a show. It's fine. Go ahead and get some ice. That's right. Be sure to... Please, Even your fucking cat has stopped and looked at you. (laughs) Anyway... I'm going to fucking stab This might be the last show, folks, before I go away to prison. So, I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry, this is how it had to happen. Anyway, there was just all these fucking videos of her saying all this shit, and he ends up going to this meet and greet, and he puts his... He recorded it, by and the she way. she didn't know that it was him. No, no, no. She'd never seen him before. She had no idea who he was. Close that door real quick. I'm going to. Because Sorry. I know what he's about to do. No. He was about to jump on the top of that door again. Anyway, Jesus. Um, so Idubs goes to Tanamongi's meet and greet. Oh, and he's decked out in her gear? Oh, yeah. Oh, so good. But he, like, walks up and he's like, oh, hi. Yeah, like, you know. And she's just like, yeah, let's do it. It's awesome. She's like, slay me. And he throws his arm around her. No, and he lightly puts his arm around her shoulder. Right. Like, he basically has, like, a like a marshmallow grip on her shoulder. Well, it's basically like any time you take, like, a, an intimate photo with any star. Right. It's just, yeah. Yeah. Does that stupid, you know, like, I'm with the star yeah, face. Right. And he's just like, okay, three, two, one, say, boom. The N-word. And she just, like, she gets this, like, deer in a headlight look. Yeah. And she just pulls away and walks off. Yeah. And that's it. Then she puts up a video talking about this because she didn't know who it was. Oh, and she completely fucked it up. Oh, yeah. He did indeed say it, which I'm just like, brah, come on. But she made it sound like he literally forced her to stay there and was just being like some sort of cackling, maniacal villain. (laughs) Which, I mean, to be fair, Idubs is almost basically a cackling, maniacal villain. I would not argue that. But... Anyway. But all the shit in the video is 100% not true. Right. Well, it's like 80% not true. Yeah. Well, I'm saying the way she described it. Yeah. He had his arm around her. Like, the fact that he was there, the fact that he said the N-word, and the fact that he was I-dubs is about the only three things in that video that are true. Yeah. (laughs) Everything else is just inflated to hell. Yeah. Oh, and she goes off about, yeah, I'm like a Black Lives Matter supporter and all this. And I'm just like... No, you're pretty much just doing it for views. Yeah. Pretty sure. Because yeah. I know a fair amount of people who support the movement. and You ain't one of them. <laughs> yeah, you're you're kind of a bitch. Yeah. So, excuse me. You're a cause of the day type bitch. Like, yeah, let me... Like Madonna, yeah. like Pink, like... Sorry, that's a whole other wow. wagon. Man, wow. you've got a whole... Opened up a whole can of worms right there. I see that. I hate that shit. Anyway. But, yeah. So, he, he said that shit, which is... I'm not cool with it. No, I'm not either. Yeah, because it's just like... like I, don't, I don't support him saying it. Yeah, what's the fucker point? using it. It's pointless. Yeah. I it... support his right to say it. Yes. I don't support his use of it, but I support the fact that he has the right to use those terms, if he so chooses. True. So. Yeah, it's uh, it's something that people don't tend to understand. It's hard to grasp. It, Which is strange, because it's a very simple concept. It's, I... Acknowledge the fact that you are allowed to say this. But I disagree with it. But I think you're a fucking idiot. Right. It's like, um... When well, I was... a lot of people can't reconcile those two. Right, because they keep their emotions tied up in everything. Right. They can't state, oh, well, he has the right to say whatever he wants, but I'm also allowed to call him a fucking stupid idiot along right. the way. Well, it's like the whole church and state thing. It's like, oh, people God. who come, people who try to say, well, America was founded as a Christian nation. First False. of all, no it wasn't. Second of all, you're dumb. <laughs> Third of all... You're really dumb. We came Sorry. here to escape religious tyranny. We came here so that any man, woman, or child could worship as he or she pleases. Right. That was the whole point of coming to America, was so that you had the freedom of choice. And tea. 
Wait. And no, we got, we threw out all the tea. Fuck. Because we I, said fuck your taxes. Woo! And the I know. Tea, I, and I the, know. I really harbor. like tea though. So can I? Um, can I keep tea? I'm like half on tea. So so we're half tea, half lemonade for you then. Yeah. Get a little. What was that called? Fucking <laughs> Arnold Palmer. There you go. Get a little. That was fucking disgusting. At least it wasn't right in the microphone. I appreciate it. Uh, Man, it's almost like we're, we've almost got you domesticated. Almost. But it's just, it's ridiculous bullshit. Um, hey, while we're on cause of the day shit, uh-huh. now, this is just going to be real quick, and we'll move on to the next one. Um, did you see that body cam footage they released from the Wolverine Metro officer involved shooting? No. Oh, boy. What? Okay, so let me so, try, let me tell you what I was okay. told, and okay. then you can fill in the gaps for me. Okay, sure. Is this the incident in which a homeless man broke into someone's then, house, second yeah. story, um, and basically just fucking wrecking shit? Cops roll in, and there ends up being a, an argument first, then a struggle and a fight when the homeless dude starts fighting a cop. Gun goes off. Cop ends up getting shot, and then they fucking kill the homeless dude. That's like fifty percent incorrect. Okay, see, because that's because what the I video was told. the video starts okay with the cops already in the house. All right, the house is very clearly abandoned. Okay, there's three police officers standing on the first floor. Okay, at the foot of the stairs. Right now, before I say this, before I describe this video, then they kiss each other. Hold on, I am far from a Blue Lives Matter type person. I am right. far from a police apologist or okay. whatever I understand the police have a very difficult job I if I think a police officer is out of line I will say that with that being said I just want to know what's in the video I will tell you here in a second but I have to preface it with this with that being said every incident in Louisville now not anywhere else right in Louisville that there has been footage of an officer involved shooting mm-hmm. that I have seen every single police officer made the correct decision to fire Okay. Um, now, with all that being said, the video starts on the first floor of the house. Uh-huh. There are three police officers. It's very clearly abandoned. There's shit strewn everywhere. Right. And they're all standing at the base of the stairs. You're fine. Okay. Um, Sorry. I'm trying to destroy audio. You're fine. Anyway, they, they're in the house. I don't want our three fans to be upset. They st- <laughs> Pete. Thanks, um, Pete. They, uh, and Blink. Love you too, bud. Yeah. They um, they stand there for... It's an 11-minute video, and it's about cut in half between the two officers. Okay. Uh, or two of the three officers, rather. Okay. The first three minutes of the first five minutes of footage mm-hmm. is the police officers standing at the base of the stairs going, Police, we're coming upstairs. If you're here, announce yourself so that there's no surprises. They said that like five or six times. Okay. Nothing. I mean, what are you expecting? The guy... Well, but, but so, they, you know, we're in here. We're coming upstairs. Right. If you're here, announce yourself. We don't want to hurt you. We want to help you. We're here. We're police. Over and over for like the first three or four minutes. Nobody says a word. Okay. They assume no one's in the house because no one's saying anything. First officer walks up the stairs. Second officer's right behind him. First officer literally gets to the top of the stairs. And this all happens within the span of like a second. A second and a half. Gets to the top of the stairs. Turns to face the opposite direction. No sooner than he turns, this homeless man rushes this police officer. From behind? From behind. As okay. he's turning with a, with a metal pole. 
and the officer at the top of the stairs opens fire. The officer standing on the stairs fires through the banister, and the third police officer rushes in to help. They shoot this homeless man, probably, they've probably fired off between the two of them about ten shots. Jesus. And this is all in the span of like two seconds. Okay. In the in the fallout, the first police officer, he actually got hit with a pole and he fell back. And that's how he got shot, because he was still firing when he fell back and it like clipped his hand. The bullet did. Okay. So that's how he got hit. And the homeless man ended up dying, but I mean, in a split second decision like that, absolutely, 100% those police officers were in the right to fire on him. You know, because some people will say, well, he, they could have used less lethal, but there was no time. They had their weapons drawn, they didn't know what they were getting into, and less lethal would have not saved those officers' lives. I'm sorry, I'm not a police, like I said, I'm not a police apologist or whatever, but those police officers were 100% right. Well... Based on what you told me, my opinion on it, let's see here. They announced themselves multiple times. The homeless person obviously fucking heard them. Right. Set up an ambush and then waited until an opportune moment to come out and try to attack. attack. Exactly. So he's, there was, there was, what's that, premeditation. Yeah. Just right there. Yeah. If anyone else had fucking premeditatedly attacked someone else, and then you ended up killing them, yeah, yeah, you would have been in the fucking right. Yeah. So if this was a homeowner doing the same shit, would this still be an argument? No. Then there you go. But it's a police officer, so it's always going to be an argument. Right, because the cops are wrong. Well, that's what me and my friend were talking about today. It was like, I'm not a police apologist, but, you know, people don't trust the cops anymore. Right. And the, the cops find it hard to trust people because people don't trust the cops. So it's just this, this crazy tension between police officers and citizens. And situations like that don't help. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I'm not going to say I have full respect for police. I have a, a modest amount of respect for at least Louisville police officers. Um, I know a handful of them and everyone I know is a decent person. That would that I've seen make good decisions in situations. Eh, I know a fair bit. I mean, it's more like a fifty-fifty mix for my group. Maybe I just know the good ones. Maybe yeah. that's it. Well, maybe you just know non-assholes. Because that is very true. Uh, yeah, because I've seen I've seen quite a few in situations where they're supposed to have a lot more tact and couth. Mm-hmm. Boy, just being fucking assholes. Well, it's like that situation of couple, like last year, I think, where there was an officer involved shooting. In old Louisville, yeah, and people were like, "Oh, police brutality, police brutality!" And the video came out, and this dude literally tried to blindside this cop with a flagpole, right? Knocked him down, and the police fired, and the officer fired three or four times and killed this dude. But I mean, like, he literally tried to come up from behind him and smack him in the head with a with a flagpole. It's like, what are you gonna do? You know? Well, it's like you play stupid games and you're gonna win stupid prizes. Right. That's just how it fucking goes. Right. Like if. I don't understand anyone who's saying, oh, police brutality, when there's premeditation for an attack, especially from right. behind. Right. So, I don't know. I don't know. It's, been, it's a mess. Yeah. Not to mention, uh, who's the asshole in our city who just goes on and on about, like, he's a, um, he's a, like, a, a civil rights activist. Christopher 2X? That's him. Yeah. That's all, okay, so that's all this guy fucking does. Well, yeah. Is, quote, civil rights activism. And he was 
literally the day after the shit happened, they were still investigating what the fuck went down. Yeah. And he's calling for the video to be released. Right. And what, like, the fucking officers to... To be reprimanded. Yeah. Yeah. And when they don't even know what the fuck happened. Yeah. Before it was even released. Well, it's just standard operating procedure. Yeah, I know. know. But it's horseshit. It is horseshit. Like... It's like, at least wait until we know the facts. Something. Yeah. Because you can't just automatically assume that the fucking uh, police did something wrong. Right. Like, yeah. where's that whole, you know, innocent until proven guilty bullshit? I, I agree. I mean, and that goes for the homeless guy as well. Like, both parties are assumed to be innocent. Obviously, Until something... we know the facts. Right, that's the way due process is supposed to work. Supposed to. Yeah. But now everyone's playing up this whole fucking thing with... Uh, Anti-cop rhetoric. Well, yeah. Christopher, was it Christopher 2X? Yeah. Um, saying, well, the community needs transparency. It's literally gotten to the point where, like, just speaking talking about personally yeah like my own family members are fucking sick of listening to people talk about quote quote unquote transparency right while i'm a fan of the idea sure but it's used so much as a fucking buzzword Mm -hmm. that it's basically lost its meaning yeah and i'm just like that's a terrible fucking way to get when you're just like fuck it fuck transparency no 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 no. we need that that's a good thing that's cool but we have these assholes that are literally making money off of just fucking bitching. Yeah. It, I wish I could do that. I wish I could just bitch and make money. I mean, you can. You I mean, bitch I, about the right things. Well, Start right. Start a Tumblr account. Shit out of your head. Got it. Bitch yeah. about the patriarchy. Okay, totally. Yeah. Well, know. well, I couldn't do that because I'm... You're part of the patriarchy. You right. are the patriarchy. Apparently. You cis white male. Well, cis white male. Hetero. Uh, yeah. Mostly. Well, no, cis is hetero. Yeah. Yeah. You, uh, that was a joke I was aiming for. Whatever. Hetero, mostly. Whatever. Hey, man. Good looking dude, man. Gotta fucking respect it. Hey, Joe charmed the pants off our waitress. He, he shook her so hard she couldn't even remember what to say when she got to our table tonight. It could have been the fact that we're both fucking stupid and we're just, huh, sorry? <laughs> and she's like, uh, sorry, I, I thought I was and, dealing with yeah, someone her, who didn't have special she, needs. She walked into the table and she was like, uh, damn, I forgot my whole spiel. And I was like, yeah. My my, my first reaction was I'll take two. Yeah. <laughs> just sure. I was like uh, okay for sure whatever, but I don't know man. It's so while we're on the topic of race, did you hear that PewDiePie is a racist? PewDiePie is a racist. Sorry, PewDiePie an anti-Semite. Yeah, anti-Semite. Oh my god. So apparently today, today on February fourteenth, Valentine's Day of all days, isn't that a kick in the nuts? Yeah. YouTube decided to drop well not YouTube Disney and Maker Studios decided to drop PewDiePie from their channel and to drop his new YouTube series he was working on because he allegedly posted anti-semitic comments and imagery in some of his videos I didn't know the full story and right before we started to record we watched a video from H3H3, which if you don't know who that is, you should look them up on YouTube. They're pretty cool people. Um, I mean, I had no idea this was even a thing until yeah. Adam told me. Yeah. Um, and, and Ethan from H3H3 posted a video explaining why this whole thing was bullshit. And at first, I didn't agree with him. And basically what PewDiePie did was he went on Fiverr. Which is a website where you can pay five bucks to basically get anything. Yeah. He went on Fiverr and paid people five dollars 
to hold up a sign that says "Kill all Jews," "Death to all Jews," or "Death to all Jews," comma, and then something and then else. Subscribe to Keemstar or something. Yeah, to make it look like Keemstar did it. Yeah. Which, by the way, fuck you, Keemstar. Yeah. So. And I so. Don't know if he's ever going to hear this. He probably won't. But fuck whatever. her. I don't give a fuck shit. Keemstar. You fucking. Pointed goatee looking ass. Looking motherfucker. Oh right. Yeah. I'm not no, a pedophile. No, he actually is a pedophile. Oh, I know. Yeah. I'm not a pedophile. Even though I, uh, I encouraged just... a 12 year old girl to show her tits on my live stream. Yeah. Anyway, so fucking asshole. The way Ethan described it, and at first I didn't agree with Ethan. We were talking about this, and um, after we watched the full video, it kind of started. It became clearer. Yeah. Um. Yes. PewDiePie used those phrases and that imagery in his videos. Yeah. However, all of it was taken out of context. True. I think the jokes were tasteless and pointless, but like we were just saying, I support his right to say those things. Yeah. I don't agree with the things that he said. Right. Um, I don't... Well, it's, it's really ridiculous because within... Uh, oh, man. I mean, Ian really fucking covered all of it yeah and apparently what was ethan. it ethan fuck damn it ian is i dubs i know i keep fucking it up ethan is h3h3 ethan ian you know what i'm ethan brad sorry man that completely cleared it up for me yeah way to go <laughs> hee hee so <laughs> but anyway uh he, there was an article that was just like yeah uh, PewDiePie is a fucking racist, and obviously not the actual title. Right. It's ad living a little bit. Right. And they cut a video, which was really awesome. Yeah. Because I was like, oh shit, this is like the opening to like, like some fucking murder porn from fucking yeah. investigation or whatever. Right. And it was so fucking ridiculous because they cut out a bit from a YouTube video that he had where PewDiePie was making fun of them using his shit out of context. Exactly. And they did it. <laughs> they did the thing that they, they did. used. Yeah. They used the clip out of context from the video of him making fun of news sources using his videos out of context. It was glorious. Yeah. That was, that's some next level shit. That's like is 4chan. Who is this 4chan hacker? <laughs> right. God. Uh, or when CNN used uh, fallout Four. Uh, hacker screens as <laughs> the Russian hackers. Yeah. Oh my god. Somebody, I wish hacking was that easy. Somebody posted a thing on Reddit. They posted that who is this anonymous hacker dude. Yeah. The video they did on the new, like on Fox News where they did like a whole serious thing about it. Are you fucking serious? Oh my god. It's old. It was like a hey remember when this happened? This was funny. Have you never seen that video? With uh, Who's this anonymous hacker? Well yeah where they like go and like find people from anonymous and talk to them and shit what no yeah oh my oh, god it's like so... it's like it's like an eight minute newsreel jesus christ of this whole story of... i'll have to look it up oh my god it's so it's so bad it... <gasps> i think it's hysterical that a lot of the culture from the internet i know where i'm getting completely off topic yeah, you're good is bleeding into the news mm -hmm. because i'll see shit on reddit I mean, like, the yeah. front page of Reddit, yeah. watch our morning local news, and it's there. boom, yeah. right there. And I'm just like, you know, I could just not watch, watch you. Watch the news, right. Yeah, I can, I'm getting my news already. Yeah. So, fuck you. I'm getting my news on my terms, by the way. True. However, the only issue with getting the news on your own terms is the fact that you're seeing one side of something, right. whatever your views happen to be. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that, because a long, long, long time ago, before Reddit, before I was on Reddit all the time... Yeah. Um, one of my site when I worked at the hotel, 
Yeah. One of my nightly rituals after everything was done was I would sit down and go back and like go through Snopes like daily links and articles because they posted like a whole smattering of just new stuff every day. Mm-hmm. Just stuff, you know, this is funny or this is, you know, weird or whatever. And they posted, they posted probably about 10 or 15 different links a day. And uh, I would sit and go through that every night just out of boredom, you know. And um, I came to realize that Bob and Tom would literally pull, like, because they always do sports from, like, 6 to 6.30. Yeah. But I would get off at 6.30, so from 6.30 to 7 when I was driving home, they would do, like, weird and funny news. And it was always the exact same links that I had just read from Snopes, like, two hours before that. Are you fucking like, serious? Every, like, it was, like, clockwork, dude. Every oh, single geez. morning. Well, apparently we found uh, how to become popular. We just basically freeboot from another website. That's how BuzzFeed made their money. Hey, you know what? Hey. This is how we're going to do it. Viral pleasure. We don't actually research anything. <laughs> Fuck you. Get money, bitches. Will that fit on a business card? I mean, <laughs> we could try. I mean, I... No, what we need to do is get someone to tattoo that on them and then pay them. Five dollars. Put yeah. it on Fiverr. Yeah, well, I'll tattoo anything on my body for five dollars. Jesus Christ! That, what a terrible idea. I know, right? All right, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, has so, to has to be within the small area, though. Yeah. Well, we did. We just set up parameters. Like five dollars gets you like a like a one inch square space. Boy, that's a lot of space for five bucks. One inch square? No, it's not. It's like that. That is not a one inch space. Yeah, it is. You realize one inch is, is like about the size of like the tip of my thumb, right? No, it's not. Yeah, it's not this fucking big. That is longer than an inch. No. I, I never realized how stubby my thumbs are. Anyway. I got stubby thumbs. PewDiePie's a racist. PewDiePie, you Nazi fuck. Yeah, we're 100% off, off you base on this one. You alt-right Yeah, oh my god. That's a whole other fucking thing. <laughs> the, the cuck? No. Well... No. Or the alt-right. Oh, the porn's pretty cool, but whatever. Um, it's okay. It's alright. It's okay. It, yeah. You know what? Whatever. You do you. <laughs> and, no, the fact that, like, <laughs> cuck, alt-right, troll, trolls become the and new Pepe. thing. Oh my god, Pepe. I can't get over my stubby thumbs now. I can't stop thinking God damn it, Adam. Sorry. We're not talking about your thumbs. We're talking about <laughs> the, the top cat here. I'm listening. I just... But the fact that all these things are now becoming... Basically, just rhetoric. Have you noticed this? It's, yeah, it's like buzzwords. Yeah, which is it's weird because something about um, it was in a news article that my like my own mother read, and she was talking about some sort of troll or something. Yeah. And I was like, "You, what do you think a troll is?" It's somebody that lives under a bridge. Six-year-old Prokofsky. Got it. He uh, he asked on forty-two. <laughs> Dildo Schwagens. Oh man, Dildo Schwagens. <laughs> but. It's it's almost become this thing of where it's just like basically they're misusing words. And I'm like, this is wrong. It's almost like alternative facts. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the fact oh my god. That that's a thing? The fucking bowling green massacre? Yeah. Oh Alternative facts, baby. Adam explained that one to me today. Yeah, Joe didn't know what the bowling green massacre was. I had to tell him about it. The Good thing, stuff. the thing that never happened. Yeah, that that Kellyanne Conway was violently in support of, which ironically or that used to violently support the wall or the, right. not the wall, but the Muslim ban. Right. Which apparently it was what a couple of dudes that got. It caught. It was two guys in Bowling Green who got caught making plans 
to, I think they were, what was it? They were making plans for an attack that never came to fruition, and they were also providing material support to ISIS, mm -hmm. I think. Okay. I could be wrong. But they were both caught, arrested, convicted, right. and now they're serving time for it. Right. But So nothing ever happened. Right. But she said it did. She was very adamant that this actually occurred. So the... <laughs> the internet this, went wild. This is my theory. My theory is that she's actually from an alternate timeline in which it did happen. And she went back in her own timeline to get... To stop it. And, and no one's taking her seriously. And caused the fuck... It caused the timelines to split. So now she's That's living... That's why we have President Trump. And she's living in an alternative timeline. I literally just cracked the code. Come at me, NSA. Anyway. <laughs> you know, and, that, and the whole time machine paradox amuses me, too. Because you're talking about alternative timelines, but just, just, just humor me for a second here. So, if we live in a world where a time machine does exist... Alright. Then we would already know. Because if we live in a time machine... Or in a, and I'm sorry, if we live in a world where a time machine already exists, okay. if we live in a timeline, sorry, where the time machine already exists, then we would already know about it because someone would have already used it to travel back in time. Not necessarily. So, it's either we haven't, we haven't developed the technology yet, we're relegating the places where we can travel to being basically neolithic back before anyone knows what the fuck we're talking about right but so it keeps that so like modern era where people are like oh yeah time machines could be a thing like that whole block of time nah we can't we can't go in there because those people know what this is and that would be stupid well that would create a paradox exactly However, if you say you had a bunch of time machines and advanced technology and shit and you say travel back to India or Egypt or whatever mm -hmm. and like you just fucking appear, you would be seen as a god. No shit. And maybe that's how religions happened. Yeah, yeah, and your point makes sense, but my point is like, okay, look at it like this. If we, if you can envision the timeline. Yeah. Of this timeline that we are currently in. Yeah. As a straight line. Okay. So just picture all of time and space. All of time that ever has existed, does exist right now, will exist forever. Okay. As one straight line. Okay. okay. We are currently on the 2017 dot. Okay. So if time machines existed, say, and the 2082 dot... Wow, you're... I'm just I'm just ballparking. I was going to say, you're giving us a lot of credit. Yeah, no, well, that's 50 years-ish to come that, up with something. No offense, but... years. You know, years. we were in our... When it was like the, what, the 19... Yeah, but technology is increasing at a much faster pace now than it ever has. Like, like Moore's Principle, or Moore's Law. You mm -hmm. know, every two years... It doubles. It I doubles, know. right. So... But I'm just saying, like, in the 1980s, you know, when... When were the... When was the Jetsons made? the 60s right and we're already past the time in which the jetsons actually live yeah but that's nah. not a safe argument because but i'm just saying your your estimate of how advanced we are going to become is a little flawed i would give it another thousand years 
personally. Just for a time machine? Yeah. No way. Yeah. I'd say 150 tops. Nah. Yeah. I'm just saying you have to take into account setbacks and possible, you know, nuclear annihilation. Yeah, you know, Donald Trump is a setback. Eh, I was looking more at Russia. Or you know, that too. Whatever. But regardless, a time machine happens in the future. Right, and that's my point with the line analogy, is if we're on 2017, okay, we'll just say, you said a thousand years. Sure. So we'll say 3017 dot. That's yep. where the time machine happens. Could you go back past where the dot, where the time machine started at that dot? Because what if we only make forward traveling time machines and we can't make backward traveling time machines? Well, I mean, technically we're always traveling forward. And it's, right. it's theoretically possible to do something similar right. using black holes. Sure. Because uh, time is fucking wiggly wobbly. Time is so weird. Ta- well, have you ever... Well, you saw Interstellar. Yeah. So you know how things got really fucking weird uh-huh. when they went on that planet that was right next to a black hole? Yeah. Yeah. Theoretically, that could be counted as a, a forward-traveling yeah. uh, time machine. Right. Because technically, they were only on that planet for what? Maybe a couple of minutes? Yeah. It was like maybe 10, 15 but minutes. But it ended up being like 30 years. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a hell of a fucking jump. And yeah. Matthew McConaughey, he's all right, all right, all right. Right. So, if, I mean, if it's only a forward-traveling time machine, that would probably, honestly, not even be a real well, thing. Well, not necessarily just an only, time, only forward machine, but can only start at the point that it's created... And move forward or backward to that point. You see what I'm saying? So you're saying it's only it can only move around from its point of creation moving Correct. forward? Yeah. I mean, I don't see... Well, not just moving forward from its point of creation. Basically, from its point of creation, it can go forward in time, and it can go back in time. But it can only go back in time as far as the day that it was created. So, like, if it started... If we build a time machine right now, today, mm-hmm. in 2017, February 15th... I, I, I know what you're saying. Right. But I'm saying time doesn't give a shit like that. Because once you create a device that's able to basically... It would, because it would have to exist outside the time-space continuum in order for it to travel through time. Because time's yeah. a forward constant thing. Right. Because if time didn't work like that in this level of dimension, man, things would be fucked. <laughs> yeah. Because it's theorized in the fourth dimension, like... We exist simultaneously just of all of the time that we're going to be in one one instance in one spot. Right. So your line analogy, think of it being crammed together into a big fuzzy fucking mass of when you start to exist and when you're fucking dead and when the universe dust. is done, right. It's amazing. when the sun explodes, basically. Well it's more it's more or less when your molecules and atoms break back down into other things. Yeah. So you're just a big wobbly, just a big mess of space dust. Well, it, you look like a giant blur. Yeah. So I, mean, I look like a giant blur most of the time. So I mean, theoretically, the only way that would work is it would have to go outside of that, and then travel back and pop back in. So like you'd be like punching out and punching back in. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, in all honesty, if you're outside the time-space continuum, you can travel forward or backwards, up, down, left, or right. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, just because there's there's no forces dictating that you have to go forward or have to go back. That's true. Man. Man, good talk. 
I'm, I'm surprised how fucking good I am when I'm fully awake and fueled with NOS. Um, so, now that we've got our metaphysical, you know, ex, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Same. Existential stuff out of the way here. That, that, was, that was neither metaphysical nor existential. Yeah, it was. <laughs> well, I mean, existence. Time but, is existence. Uh, time's a futile in, endeavor, but whatever. What Look. You see out there? That's my rotting body. Okay? I feel like this is like Ferris Bueller. Like, <laughs> you just see like a like a rotting corpse. You're like, bing! See that? That was me. 20 years in the future. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> this is me now. That's Katrina and the Waves. I'm walking on sunshine. I was quoting Rick and Morty. That's kind of appropriate. Because you're walking on star beams. Man, you know who wasn't walking on star beams? John Wick. (laughs) He was walking on just bullet casings. So, we went to go see this today because I was just like... No, no, no. Joe, I picked Joe up tonight. And I was like, you hungry? He's like, yeah, let's let's go eat. Blew me a little. It's good times. He was like, you know... He's like, yeah, did you see John Wick? I said, yeah, I saw John Wick. What did you think? I liked it. I thought it was good. It was a good action movie. He goes, yeah, the second one's out now. And he goes, yeah, yeah, I know. And he's, I kind of want to go see that movie. And he's like, you do, do you? You want to go see a movie, huh? He was like, yeah, I kind of want to go see a movie. I was like, all right, we'll go see a movie. Well, I did preface it with, my birthday was last weekend. Yeah. And, man... Never said happy birthday. I didn't get a Facebook thing. I don't remember birthdays unless it's on Facebook. I'm sorry. Fucking animal. I'm sorry. I don't remember birthdays unless it's on Facebook. Fucking animal. Let him out. Speaking Uh, of animals, release the hound. I'm sorry. Happy birthday, Joey, and I love you. You're my brother. There you go. See, I had to, I waited until we were on here to have it recorded. <laughs> that way, if if you ever miss in the future, you can just literally just play that yeah. fucking section. Happy birthday, Joey! I love, I love you. you. You're my brother. Um. Anyway, so we went and saw John Wick too. So this is the point. Yep. Uh huh. <laughs> when you hear the, okay, <laughs> when you hear the cat's meow, that means it's a spoiler portion. Fuck. Wow, <laughs> that was beautiful. You want to try that again? Nah. Okay, then. Leave it. All right. We're um, good. We're not editing this thing at all. Not at all. Just fuck hey, it. you know who edits podcasts now? Trevor. Really? Yeah. Hey, he, neat. He cuts out all the ums and yeahs and stuff, too. Oh, boy. Yeah. Man, we <laughs> would... We, got, we put him to work. We would put him through college. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway. <sighs> Sorry, I had to. It's just that soda, all, man. All the time. You know what I had? Well, you know what I had. at the. I didn't realize that... My local theater, the one literally five minutes from my house, yeah. has Surge Ices now. I'm just going to have to pop in once in a while just to get one of those. I don't want to see a movie. I just want to Surge Icy. That's all. Can you do that? Yeah. Just walk over for the concession stand? And... Yeah. Okay. I mean, if you want to pay $12 for a bucket of popcorn, sure. I was talking about the Surge, but... Yeah, that's only $5 for a large. I mean, that's a little high, but it's a Surge Icy. You can't get them anywhere else. Okay. Anyway, so at this point, if you want to see the movie... Yeah, which, we're spoiling. It, oh, 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 I'm talking about the whole fucking thing. It's going to yeah. be great. Um, go see John Wick. Two. 
Well, well, one and two. So yeah, see the first one, which is a 10 out of 10 great movie. Excellent. Best action movie of the last 10 years. John Wick 2, if you're unsure, it's at least a solid 8, 8.5. It's not quite yeah. as good. I, I, I thought it's, it was pretty pretty close to the, new, the original. It's pretty alright. Pretty good. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. We have the greatest movies. We have the best action movies with my tiny hands. Folks, I've heard people say that America has the best action movies in the world. And I have to agree. Thank you, Keanu. Terminator <laughs> is the best movie ever. Well, not Terminator, because Arnold has shit ratings on the new Celebrity Apprentice, according to Donald Trump, at the, uh, the Holocaust Remembrance Breakfast. That's all he talked about, was how the ratings on the new Celebrity Apprentice with Arnold Schwarzenegger were terrible. Wow. Didn't mention the Jews, didn't mention their, their troubles or tribulations, just didn't mention his ratings PewDiePie. were terrible. Didn't mention PewDiePie. All I talked about was how terrible the ratings were. At the Holocaust Remembers Breakfast. Wow. That's our leader. Oh, boy. Man, I'm really glad I didn't vote. I, I Man, I signed up for it, and then as soon as they fucked over Bernie Sanders, I was like, yeah. obviously this is a shit show, Yeah. and it doesn't matter who I vote for. So, but John Wick. John Wick was great. John Wick was fun. John Wick, the action was great. The story was great. The acting was pretty good are you still doing your trump impersonation no am or, i no a little, I it sounds to. a little bit like i didn't mean to no just, it's the best movie ever hey keep it oh that was a little more uh kennedy yeah <laughs> <laughs> we here enjoy this movie yeah it's fantastic but uh no i like oh, no, that. A bullet. for an action movie uh and i've seen quite a few action movies it was, it was pretty good one yeah. thing was missing was jason statham hope he's in the third one. Oh my god yes if jason statham is part of the fucking high council surprise that's what they should do is the high council should just be like a who's who of action movie stars oh my god it's so it's red or the expendables yeah except better except good the first expendables was good for an action movie it was good i never saw the second or third one yeah don't bother um that's one of those like lazy sunday afternoon movies (laughs) whatever just put this on yeah, um, this background noise. But the opening of John Wick 2 is kind of a recap of the first movie. Yeah. Which, <laughs> I mean, the first movie is just, you know, his dog gets killed and... And he kills people because of it. And they stole his car. Yeah. So, you know, whatever. Uh, fucking Theon Greyjoy gets the shit killed out of him again. <sighs> you know. Is that who that was? Yeah, that's Theon Greyjoy. Huh. So, it's good shit. And, uh... So, yeah, but they recap it and... I forget the name of the actor who we probably should have looked up before this. Right. Uh, but he played. I would, but there's a cat. I know. I look. I know the rules. It's like the Continental. Yeah, yeah. That's what it there is. There are rules. Um, but he ends up playing. He played the devil in Constantine. So if you know who that character is or know who that actor is, fantastic actor. He's a good villain. Yeah, he's a great villain. However, in the opening of this movie, it was fucking garbage. I thought it was good. I hated it. It was a little cheesy. A little cheesy. It was modestly cheesy. Thank you. It was it was nacho cheese level. And it bad. It did kind of break tone with the rest of the movie. It did. But I still thought it was funny. See, because in the first movie, the the mob boss Like it was still serious ish. Eh. For the most part. Uh the first mob boss in the first movie was fantastic. He yeah. was he was a Russian villain, which worked. This guy was basically his brother, and 
it did not work because he he verbatim stated the exact same shit right. that his brother said in the first movie where he was talking basically hyping up John Wick. Right. And I'm like that's that's really stupid. Why did you just re rehash dialogue? We like know that? who John Wick is. Right. Yeah. And I already know that he's a man of focus. Right. And precision and blah 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 because your brother already did it. If anything, you could have just said something to the effect of just like like build up his monstrosity. Yeah. Like he's a destructive force. <laughs> blah, blah, he blah. killed a man. He killed three men in a bar with a pencil. A pencil. Who does that? Although the bit afterwards where he's just like and all of the stories that you hear about him as you know <laughs> exaggerated as they seem. Like those are watered down. Yeah. That was, I was like, okay. That's, <laughs> that's the point in the dialogue where I was like, cool. As soon as they got away from the rehash, yeah. no, the rehash, it was yeah. solid. And, um, I, and I feel like it did start out a little slow. Yeah. Like even that first big fight scene felt a little slow. Well, I mean, you have to think this was probably what, maybe a, a couple of weeks, maybe a month or two after, uh, like, after the car had been stolen, after he had yeah. basically almost died. Yeah. Like, it, it wasn't too long. Um, so, I mean, it could have just been him being injured. Yeah. You know? You know, you can chalk it up to a lot of things. Sure. But they go further into the movie, and I thought the plot line for this film was actually pretty good. Yeah. Because they just kind of, out of nowhere, bring up this secondary bullshit. Oh yeah, Ruby Rose was in this movie. Yeah, she's hot as fuck too. I was, I was like, cause she plays a, uh, she plays a, a deaf, uh, well, mute. She didn't oh, speak mute, at all. Right, right. So I mean, well, she yeah, she speaks with sign language. Yeah, but she can hear perfectly fine. Yeah, that's that's right. You're right. So she's just mute, mm -hmm. um, which I think works because I'm not a hundred percent sure what her. Uh, wait, her name's Aries. Yeah, apparently. That's fucking badass. God of War, yeah. That's fucking cool. Yeah, the common was Cassie. I that. Yeah. Uh, okay, so who plays the... I don't know, I'm trying to find this picture. I can't see these pictures. Him? No, it wasn't... No. No. Scroll down. What was that character's name? Do you remember? Can you... Can you do... Sorry, guys. Oh, yeah, the dude, the gun sommelier was... Uh, the third roommate from Shaun of the Dead. The one that got bit. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Sir Felix, yeah. He's good shit. Franco Nero? Yeah, Julius. Maybe? Uh, Maybe everything is... Was he in... Was he... Can you... Why don't you just look up Constantine? Alright. Because you'll be able to find that easily. Um, but yeah, so... In the movie... Basically, uh, John Wick... scroll is it him? No, no. that is not dude just scroll down to oh, the right, devil I'm scrolling jesus satan, satan. peter stormer yes jesus yeah scroll down it should just say john wick right there john wick chapter two abram that Ab was his name okay cool so jesus christ um but in this movie, basically, in order for John to get out of the life of being an assassin, he ended up working with this guy. Uh, who's the fucking crazy bastard? Should be at the uh, top. Santino. Santino. 
And that's uh, Ricardo... Samarcio. Samarcio. Okay. Samarcio, whatever. Yeah. And, boy, what a good, badass villain. Right? Because he was just cowardly enough to be like, like, okay, obviously he gets other people to do his shit for him. Right. But psychotic enough to pull it off. His eyes were kind of bug-eyed a little bit. It was good shit. First you want to bite me and then you want to cuddle. What is this, Fifty Shades of Cat? Well, I mean, maybe. God, he just loves perching. Anyway. He's a perching motherfucker. But basically, John gave him... <laughs> perching. <laughs> Purr, like a cat. Get it? Anyway. God, I fucking hate you sometimes. <laughs> so, but basically, John Wick gave him this mark which said he'll it's like a freebie like i'll do anything you want yeah it's a blood oath right and this dude just shows up and he's like i need you to kill my sister because uh she took my uh my father's place on this council and uh i want it yeah and he's just like dude i'm done i'm done man i'm out it was literally like literally right after he had finished submitting over all of his gear yeah he just fucking put all this shit away and like dug a hole put it in the hole in the first movie... Oh, when he dug it out of the first movie. Right? Yeah, because in the first movie, he breaks open this fucking concrete, uh, his concrete foundation, yeah. and it's just setting up, because it's so fucking good. Yeah. What a great fucking scene. That whole scene was fan... He's fine. It's oh, no. Fine. Nobody, no, no, nobody, it's fine. Just finished your... No one's going to listen. No one listens to this shit I mean, anyway. people listen, but they don't hear that shit in the background. They hear us talking. I mean, they hear it. Don't you look me right in the fucking eyes as you do it, you yeah. asshole. Tell him, Bobby, fuck you. <sighs> what a fucking asshole. I'll scratch asshole. if I want to, bitch. He's an asshole. Anyway, but basically, it's a good scene where it just sets up the fucking, like, who he is, right. or where he formerly was. Right. And it was very good, because he just cemented it. He was like, I'm putting away my past. Right, it's very symbolic. Yeah. yeah I, dude, the whole foundation thing, through the entirety of it, has been a great fucking symbolism oh yeah Yeah. his life the house the car like the dog which was a personification of his wife right oh my god everything's so fucking good and the cool thing about this movie was i didn't realize the movie had started until we were about three minutes into that first because it starts out with a car chase i didn't realize until the car chase was damn near over that we weren't still watching trailers Really? Yeah. No, man. I already knew because it said said, like it did like the title cards for the production companies. Yeah. And I thought because I just thought it was another trailer. I don't know why. And then like once I saw because it's it's John Wick in a Mustang chasing this dude on a motorcycle, and as soon as the motorcycle hit the car, I was like, oh, this is the movie. Okay, we've started now. (laughs) Shit has gone left field. Um, but everything was so good. That and it's cool because like. There's one scene in the movie where he goes through the first gunfight and he's like, I'm done. I'm not doing this no more. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah, with, um... Common. No, no, no. What's his name? Who? Uh, Which one? Abram. Oh, uh... Abram, yeah. No, no, no. I was saying the actor's name. Oh, Peter Stormare. Right. Like, he literally just goes... He pours a fucking drink after killing what? Like, all of his dudes? He kills literally every guy in the warehouse... And, uh... Pours some he, fucking shots. Yeah, he pours some gin. And he's what, like, what does he say? peace. Oh, yeah. And he's just like, done. Yeah, we're... Like, Because cool. it was just funny, because the whole time, this badass Russian mafia guy is listening to John Wick kill all of his soldiers, and he's just like, 
Oh God. Oh God. Well, that he's was come for me. Well, he told his fucking second, his yeah. second in command. He's just like, he's like you don't understand, dude. He's <laughs> there's no win. point yeah. in fucking fighting. Right. Just let him go. <laughs> Which I'm surprised over the course of the thing, he didn't just put up on the PA, just like let him go. John John Wick is in the facility. He can have whatever he wants. Let him take whatever he wants. I don't care. Hey, get off that. Just like, if you see someone you don't know here, and they're getting into a car, let him go. Right. Just let him go if you would like to stay alive. Yeah. Thank you. Click. Because um, I feel like if I had to be a, a... What are you doing now, you jackass? He's got something. What is he eating? What are you... Hey. Don't you snap at me, little motherfucker. What do you got? Jeez. You know, well, we should just get Trevor just to cut out 50%. All the cat interaction. It adds flavor. Anyway. <laughs> I just, I feel like I'd be more pragmatic as a villain. Yeah. Like, if you know he's coming, be like... Right. Just sitting there waiting. Just like, here you go. D fuck, no. Don't need to draw your gun. Right. No. I already had all of my guys leave. Yeah. So you don't need to kill anyone. It's cool. Right. So, there was a scene later on in the movie that cracked me the fuck up. Mm -hmm. He, uh... He's he still under your shit there? Hey. I think he's hungry. Excuse Easy. me. Um... So, like... John Wick, oh, I'm trying to remember how it went. Basically, he he finished the contract with, what's his face, Santino. Right. And he's trying to escape these catacombs. And he, he kills all the normal henchmen. Right. And then it's like, whoever, who was it that activated all the, all the like, ultra, oh, they sent out a contract. Yeah. Santino put out a contract, a, a bounty on John Wick's head. Seven mil, baby. Seven million dollars. Is and he eating the rubber bands? He's trying to get into the bag. Bubby, get out of that. Fuck, man. Um, he loves rubber bands. He's gonna eat one and start shitting rubber for, whatever. That's actually how they make, uh, tires. Yeah. Lots of cats in Cat shit and rubber bands. Yeah. That's why it smells so bad. Oh, that's a good point. Um, You're learning a lot tonight. I am. <laughs> it's a night of education. Yeah, see? Shit and rubber bands. Yep. Go on. Go on, Bo Go on Bubby. Yeah, leave that open. They'll sit in the window. Go. Go on. <laughs> you, know, you know what? He's like, but I won't play. Here, here, here you go. Shh. No more dreams now. <laughs> um, but yeah. So anyway, so he he gets the contract. He fulfills his end of the deal with Santino. He is going to leave, and Santino puts a contract out on John Wick, so that he doesn't have to to um, seal his. That Santino doesn't have to seal the his end of the deal with the marker, right? The, the payback or whatever. Um, so he sends out a $7 million bounty. Well, it's also loose ends. Yeah. He's like, because he doesn't want anyone finding out that he's the one that killed kill his sister. sister. Right. So. Which, by the way, the whole, I can't kill my sister, I love her. And then he's like, well, I. I need you to kill my sister. Right. And yeah. he's like, well, I put a hit out on you and I'm going to have you killed because 
what sort of man would I be who didn't try to avenge his sister's death? Right. Be like, you are literally you are fucking stupid. Yeah, you are a fucking snake. But anyway, it was just funny because like John Wick's leaving and all these, and it was cool the way they did it because like I don't know why I want to call them girls to Betty's at the, uh, the oh, switchboards because yeah. it was it was like a bunch of different types of women. It was like young black women, old flabby white women, and they all had like one arm sleeve tattoos. Pink sleeveless tops. They had like the updo haircuts. Yeah, it was really, and they were manning switchboards. Yeah, and they had a switchboard thing going on. And like I said, I don't know why. I when I saw that, I wanted to call them the Bettys. They look like Bettys to me. Hmm. I so, can see it. We'll just call them the Bettys. I'm sure they have a name in them. I'm sure they the do. Thing. Um, but anyway, so the Bettys are playing with the switchboards, and that was a really cool idea too. Yeah. Because it's like a way to keep it off the grid. And then they just send out text messages to all of these hit people from across the world through the switchboard saying, John Wick, 7 million, dead or alive, whatever. Well, dead, most likely, because right. you wouldn't be able to take him alive. Um, I don't know. In the first movie, they did it like two or three times. Mm-hmm. But then again, he was also just out of retirement. Yeah. This time around, he's... He's warmed up. He's, he's good <laughs> to go. He's, you know, let it relax um, a bit. But no, it was cool because it was just like all just like, and every single one, every single time there was a new one, it was like, oh, damn, I didn't see that coming. Like, first it was like the the busker in the subway on the violin, and she like turned her violin inside out and it was a gun, and she popped him in the shoulder a few times. And then a fucking sumo wrestler, just yeah, out of just nowhere. A, just a fat Asian dude that was trying to kill him. And then it was like this homeless dude, and he like finally laid, laid down next to this homeless dude and put a little going gold coin in his uh, cup yeah and he was like just take me to him and the homeless dude just sitting there and these two thugs walk up and he's just like I don't know pop pop just like it's nothing I was like oh shit yeah. but the funniest part about that whole scene was when he was fighting with Common and they're walking through like this huge busy like terminal like oh, an airport yeah. and it's like they're running and chasing each well, other well it's a, it's a subway station yeah so it's like a subway terminal and uh they're just like they run into this big crowd so they like slow down so they don't draw suspicion and they're just walking and just like, John's on the upper level, Common's on the ground. No, reverse that. Oh, okay. So John yeah, was yeah. On the John ground. was on the ground, Common's on the upper level, and they both got silenced pistols, just walking through the crowd, just taking like pot shots at each other for like two minutes. It was great. That was so funny. Um, pew pew. Yeah. <clears throat> just frustrating. Yeah, and they both look angry. <laughs> and by the way, I love how not nary a fucking person through the majority of this movie is A, going, oh my god, that guy has a gun. Or B, man, are you okay? You're bleeding and your face is all fucked up. Yeah. Well, I mean, that would take away from the whole thing, you know. Because I don't think there any of them are about killing cities. You know, no, they're cities. no, they're not. But I mean, it would just it's just felt that there's no chaos from the gunfire or whatever. Even on the fucking train. Yeah, they're both. Maybe they just live in one of those timelines where it's just like oh. Just another day in New York. I was actually you know? thinking about that because I was yeah. like, in all of the places where John has gone, he's he is death, yeah. destroyer of fucking worlds. Yeah, and I'm like, if that was in our universe, there would be news coverage on this for fucking seven. Yeah, yeah. Period. They would just be like John Wick's news channel. Yeah, we're just like where he goes. You can tell because it's yeah. by the by the body death count, count right? <laughs> like. He just walks into a place, and you don't even have to be fucking doing anything wrong. You just can walk li- in a room, 10% of the people in that room just die. Just instantly. Boom. Heart attack. 
but like the one dude at the very beginning of the movie who's like just fucking smoking a cigarette and he's like you know whatever then he gets fucking um, he gets his throat cut yeah or no he gets garroted yeah yeah oh you know he smashed a cigarette into his mouth that's what it was that was tight I was like Jesus Christ that was real tight I was like, this guy's just trying to fucking feed his kids. Yeah. Fuck is wrong with you? He's just generic thug number two. He's just following orders. Which, by the way, in all of these movies, being a minion has got to be like the shittiest fucking deal, right? Yeah. Like, even in this movie where you're a fucking hitman, you're just another villain. Mm-hmm. You're just another putty. Yeah? yeah. Oh, my... Like, uh... Like, uh, Ruby Rose mm-hmm. just going... Just mm-hmm. pointing people out. There had to have been at least eight or nine of, like, those stuntmen, and they were wearing hockey mat or ski masks. Ski masks, yeah. And they're running through these catacombs, which was a really cool scene. Yeah, that was a cool scene. But I noticed, because I'm that kind of fucking idiot who does that, yeah. that it was the same dudes getting killed over oh, and over. Oh, sure. I know, but you're that's not... How you, that's how you save money. But that's... <laughs> I wasn't supposed to notice that. Right. But I did. Well, yeah. But, like, that's how a production saves money, is you film... Let's say, if you say if a scene calls for 12 people, right. you hire three and shoot them four times, you know. And But there was this one dude... I, I'm sure you saw him three or four times, who's, like, kind of bigger than everybody yeah. else, and he was going through and getting killed. Yeah. And he so got... Like stormtroopers. Yeah, but yeah. he got killed five or six times. <laughs> and I'm like... It's like, what is this, God mode? What the fuck, man? That's a hell of a respawn time. Well, I'm just kind of like, oh, okay, so they must have just, that must be unique minion number five. Right. And they have 15 of him. Right. Because that same dude, I'm pretty sure, was also killed back in the fucking art museum. Yeah. Because uh, he was... that's cool, and like, okay, the marketing for the movie was great, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But if I had been marketing that movie, here's what I would have done. I would have chosen... A lateral marble sculpture, something that lays flat at a horizontal degree, and just splatter that with blood and gunfire in the background, and just John Wick too. Because that whole that whole scene in the art museum, I was waiting for him to destroy those Greek statues. I was like, oh, <laughs> that would have been that that would have been a cool juxtaposition. I mean, it would have been a, it would have been cool too if it was just like like a marble statue. Yeah. But it's fucking John Wick. Yeah. Like in that classical fucking pose yeah. of like the fallen hero or whatever. Yeah. Like there's a there's a marble lion carved into a fucking mountainside. Mm-hmm. I forget what it's actually called. It's like the weeping lion or something yeah. like that. But like something like that. And then just yeah. pff, John Wick. I want to know what that one statue was. It was a figure of a man and he had his arm, his head and his arm like this. Mm-hmm. And he had a child by the foot, like he was getting ready to smack it on the ground. More likely than not, that was Kronos. You think? Probably. I'm going to have to write my hit my art history teacher and ask her, because she'll know. Has she seen John Wick 2? No, but she knows, she has a PhD in art history. Oh, okay. So well, she never, would know. Never mind. Yeah, she's Dr. Stewart. <laughs> right. Um, she's not one of these doctors that are just like, you have to call me doctor. No, she's not. She's oh, very laid back. She gives us... She just, actually, as a matter of fact, this is how cool she is. Like, she understands that everyone's busy. Yeah. We had an assignment that I missed and forgot all about. Yeah. And she just reopened it for the whole class. Oh. It was due Sunday. No, it was due last week. Yeah. And she asked the class today if anyone missed it, and I was like, yeah, I missed it. She's like, I'll reopen it. You can do it again. That's really cool. If we get uh, anything above 70 on our quizzes, she just makes them 100. See? 
She's a really great teacher. Uh, back in my high school. Yeah. We had, we had. I think she was a psychology teacher, I believe. Yeah. But she was a doctor. Right. And you were forced to call her doctor whatever. And I'm like... I understand kind of where it's coming from. Because if I spent 10 years and $80,000 to earn a title, you damn well better call me by that title. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, these are fucking high school kids. Yeah, they don't discipline at some point. They don't give a shit that you have a fucking title. Yeah. Like, it. not to mention, if you have a doctorate and you're a teacher... Like a high school level teacher, no offense. Well, what are you doing with your life? Kind of, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Shouldn't you be like a professor at a university, right? Something. Maybe they got burnt out on university. Who the Who the fuck goes from university to high school? People who are burnt out on university. People who fucking hate themselves. They're they would have to be masochists. Yeah. Not to mention not just a high school, but an inner city high school. Eh. Just my point of view, whatever. Right. I'm just saying, I have the right to say these things. You have the right to say them. I support your right to say them. I disagree with your assessment, but that's neither here nor there. I mean, it wasn't really much of an I assessment. Know. I'm just repeating what we said earlier. Whatever. You know. But yeah. Being obnoxious. Uh, it's not hard to do. It's my... Did you just clear your throat? So, John Wick. <laughs> now that we've rabbit trailed, back to the movie. Um... The ending, man, that was fucking... Like, that caught me off guard. That was the shit. That was. Like, apparently... So, here's the fucking deal. Through the entirety of the movie, obviously, you know, he's gonna be chasing this fucking asshole. And he gets... He gets back to the Continental. Well, what's his name? Uh, Winston. No, the bad Santino. guy. Santino. Santino gets there first. And just goes downstairs, and he's just yelling at Winston. She's like, "Do it! Revo- revoke his uh, privileges to the Continental." And Winston's like, "Fuck you!" And he's like, "He's a member just like you, yeah." Yeah, go fuck yourself. And then John Wick shows up, has a fucking gun, and fucking Santino's just like, "Man, these are uh, this is a really good meal." Uh, duck fat, duck fat, baby. Full circle. We did it. But he's just basically antagonizing him and saying that he's just going to stay inside the Continental. So that John Wood couldn't kill him. Right. Yeah. That's what he said. Because he, he that's the whole thing with the duck fat. He's like, you know, it's great. You can live here for two years and never have the same meal twice. Wink, wink. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. I see now. And this legit John just walks out. Because the whole, the whole point of the Continental is it's a club for people hitmen to come and they they have resources available to them and they're safe and there's it's a safe house like there's no you can't fight and there's no bloodshed the, in the continental. i mean there's this big fight going on because there's continentals all over the world right and the one in rome where common and wick were outside fighting right and they bust through a fucking glass window and as soon as they enter the building the the the, the, the continental guards are just like, like uh-uh like that, 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 that. no 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 they're <laughs> like we suggest you go to the bar. And relax. <laughs> and, yeah, chill out. So That was a funny scene, too. That was great. But, yeah. So, I mean, he basically just looks at him. Winston, the guy who runs the Continental in the U- in New York, yeah. is just like, John, John, don't do that. Don't do it. Yeah. Telling you, man, don't do it. And he just fucking pops him right in the and he, fucking Yeah, he cuts head. him right off because he's like, because Santino was starting to pop off and say something smart and John's just like, Pfft. 
Yeah, John's just like, I don't fucking care yeah, anymore. Wiz is like, what'd you do, John Wick? I finished it. Yeah. I mean, at that point, he was done with the life. Yeah, yeah. Santino burned his house down at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. By the way, the dog survives. Yeah. That was a whole fucking... You it was could... funny because in the theater, Joe was like, oh, thank God the dog survived. <laughs> I was like, I can't do this again. Oh, God. The fucking beagle puppy gets fucking kicked and just crawls over to him and then dies? Yeah. Fuck, man. Yeah. I can't fucking take this shit anymore. Right. At that point in the movie, I was like, I, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I have it. You know what? John Wick, you get revenge for that puppy. I'm rooting for you, buddy. Basically. But, yeah, man, it's just, uh... Did you watch Keanu? The Keanu Peele movie? No. Oh, it's great. Oh, God. But, yeah, it's, um... The end of the movie, he ends up being, uh, basically, uh, excommunicated from the Continental... Has all resources removed from him. And Winston's just like, I'm going to give you an hour because that's about how long... That's all I can give you. To, like, before this contract goes fully live. Yeah. And And it was fucked up because Wick was like... What did he say? He's like, well, why didn't you just kill me? And he said... What did he say? What did Winston say? He's like, because I willed willed it not to be. Yeah. And And then... There was, like, over 150 people. Yeah, there was just, like, in this courtyard, like, in this park. Yeah. Like, a public area. And he just makes the... Has someone make a call, and they all turn around and look at him. (laughs) Everyone. Mmm. And it was fucked up, because everybody in the theater was like, oh. (laughs) Like, you could feel the collective, like, oh, "Oh, shit. shit. (laughs) Yeah. Because if he had wanted it, they would have been dead. Yeah. So... Because I love the fact that he had to basically bring an army mm-hmm. in the off chance that John... Tried to fight it out. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's like, there's going to be no way one person's going to be able to do this. Yeah. So, at that, the... Uh, that, was, that was probably one of my favorite <clears throat> movie moments in a while. That like, was really cool. During the course of the movie, his bounty was seven million. Then... And then once he killed Santino... It got doubled. It doubled. And then that was the thing was... Winston sent out a bounty on him, but they never told you how much it was. Yeah. Because the double bounty was from the council. The new bounty was from Winston, who's the head of the Continental. Because he has to make a point. Right. And it it was never shown. They went back to the Bettys, and they sent out the message, and uh, it never showed how much it was, but it was clearly implied that it was a large amount of money, like much more than $14 Because even people who were loyal to him, like like John Leguizamo and... um, even some of the other people were like, mmm. Which, I have to think this one over. <laughs> I'm real glad John Leguizamo made it, made a, basically a, a couple of appearances in this movie. Because mm-hmm. now that he's gotten older. I love him. I love everything he does. He's so funny. I'm not, I wasn't a fan of him when he was younger. Yeah. Because he was basically fucking stereotyped into that, oh, I'm a crazy Latino. Yeah, yeah, fucking role. Now, he's just like, whatever. He's gotten older. He's able to fucking do basically whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. And this was good. It was yeah. good. He still has that, hey, whatever. Like, he, like even, excuse me, like, he was in American Ultra. Okay. And he played the uh, the hookup guy or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he kind of played the crazy Latino trope, but it was funny. But, yeah, man. So the end of the movie is just him fucking running. Yeah. <laughs> and you just see and as he passes, groups of people. Every time he passes somebody, their phone rings, and they're like, oh, hmm. And he passes, like, 15 or 20 people, and every time he passes them by, their phone rings, and they're like, oh, well, shit. <laughs> at, well, I mean, at first, it's just him walking. Yeah, and then, and then he realizes what's happening. And he starts running. Yeah. 
So, can't wait for next year. John Wick 3, probably the fucking end of the chapter. Because, fuck, man. I remember, I will wa- just sit down and watch John Wick. Yeah. Like, I was just watching it the other day. Yeah. So It's legitimately a good movie. It's yeah. Pro- it's, like I said, it's probably the best, one of the best action movies that's come out in the last ten years. Yeah, yeah. Um, on a side note, un, like, not John Wick related, but The Witch, because we've talked about The Witch in the past. Yeah. Um, and it's A24. Fucking got it right this time. I've been saying A21. Yeah, it's A24. Whatever. But apparently, ah. they've, they've got a new horror movie coming out called, uh, It Comes at Night. Good. He Joe has, keeps talking about it, and I haven't watched the trailer for it yet. From what I can tell, it's basically like, a, kind of like an apocalypse movie, most yeah. likely. Like, zombies is what I'm thinking. Yeah. Just cause there's... The firstly, the poster for it is fucking awesome. You know, there's been a lot of really great posters coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like specifically for um, Kong Skull Island. We'll get into that in just a second. We're yeah. almost done. We're almost at two hours today. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, we've been going. Maybe we'll just do part one, part two. <laughs> no, just, no, no. It yep. comes at night. Yep. So they basically do a lot of like uh, shots. Uh, there it is. That one. Uh, no, no, that's not it. That one? Over one. That one. That's what pops up during the trailer mm-hmm. at one point. And it's just a quick flash because mm-hmm. it's a bunch of people's faces and then that. Okay. Which it basically looks like a, an old man who's infected. That's the poster. That's a good poster. That's It's a dog in a field and the light is gradienting out into the field and it's just fucking darkness. Dark, yeah. That's... We might have to go see that even just from the poster. Yeah, well, I mean, I based it off of the fact that the poster looked good, mm-hmm. and then I didn't realize it was from the same uh, production company as The Witch. Yeah. Which, done. Sold. Right. Like, everything they did in The Witch was fucking phenomenal. Yes. And I haven't seen a good horror movie like that in a very long time. Right. Like... I'll have to watch that later. I make it a general rule not to watch anything that's from 2000 on right. as far as horror goes and i've complained about this in the past where it's just like oh it's a really fucking cheesy horror movie with tits and blood and right. like, ah, bad acting yeah fuck man these guys oh they fucking got it I, I don't know i don't know who runs these uh these guys but man like they could literally just be like they could remake some fucking shitty horror movie they could remake uh was it uh matatow uh, was it Hand of Whatever? I'm trying to think of what... What? Fu- it's, a t- it's a terrible horror movie. No idea. It's literally the worst movie ever made. That's a steep hill to climb. No, it is not. This movie was based off of a drunken bar bet from a, uh, like a Texas millionaire. Huh. Yeah. It's it's like Manitow or Manitow, Mana, Hand of Fate. Hand of Fate, that's it. Yeah, Google that real quick. So, this movie. Oh, that's a movie. Yeah. Like, there you go. Manos, hand of Man, fate. There we go. Manos, the hands of fate. It was literally created as a drunken bar bet, and this guy lost a bet, mm-hmm. and he had to make a movie. All right. And boy, is this movie the worst fucking thing ever created. <sighs> I'd have to check that out. 
Yeah. I think it's in the public domain now because it's so bad. Yeah. So if anything... Well, it's hey, 51 years old, too. We could remake it. This could be our thing, Adam. Remake we can do terrible it. terrible movies into good movies? Well, we could remake this movie and just see where it goes. Yeah. But, um, if they could remake that movie. And yeah. I would be like, you know what? I'll give it a shot. Just based on how them. terrible the original was. Based oh, you on mean how, May twenty four we made it, it yeah. on how good they are? Because yeah. they what well, they make the witch, they've made uh, the green room, the green. I, which I haven't seen, but I've heard great things about um, Swiss Army Man, which I've heard is fucking. I've weird. seen it. it Have is you? Very weird. Yeah. Okay. It's very weird. All right. Like real weird. All right. Cool. Um, I may watch that tonight. Like it's so weird. I'm still not sure how I felt about it. Really? It's that weird, and you know I like weird shit. Yeah. Um, it was decent. Um, what else is A24 though? They did The Green Room, Swiss Army Man, The Witch. Yeah, uh, you said there was a movie called The Monster? Oh yeah, that's their other, it's like a... Is it come out? No, it's, a, it's I think it's their next horror movie that's coming out. <laughs> but it's like, um... <laughs> I'm excited. The, what I inferred from the trailer is that it's a werewolf movie. Ooh, and I'll point, I'll put this out now. Zombies are my favorite undead. Right. Period. Vampires, eh, not, not so much. But anymore. werewolves are your favorite monsters? Monsters. Yeah. Fucking sold. While we're on the topic of monsters, and we'll end on this note, I just want to let everyone in our listenership know... That he's anti-Semitic. We finally got am, there. That I am fully erect, to the point of throbbing, uh, for Skull Island. Kong Skull Island. Right. God. Oh I, I can't get any harder for that movie. I can't. It's, I'm, I'm, at, I'm at peak erection. Well, it looks like I'm getting lucky on Valentine's Day, guys. <laughs> so, uh, everything, gonna... everything I see from that movie, from trailers to posters to everything, it's just, man. We call them skull crawlers. Wait, okay. no, that's stupid now that I say it that's out loud. Stupid. Why do you call them that? Well, I don't know. It's stupid when I say it out loud. No, just call it whatever you want. I don't care. And <laughs> I, you know, I thought, the first time I watched the trailer, I thought John C. Riley was going to, like, kill the whole vibe of it. But I really think he's going to bring down some of the gravity of it. And keep it level. I think it's going to be really good. Although, at one point in the trailer, he literally picks up a fucking katana. And he does... Well, he's John C. Riley. And, and I was like, what the fuck? Is, this is not Step Brothers. Is, I just, this, is I just, this what happened? I just love the fact that they're making so many allusions to Apocalypse Now. Which mm. is one of the greatest war movies ever made. Yeah, I could see it. Um, I mean, everything from the posters... To the visuals in the trailer, like where you see the choppers riding onto the sunset in Kong Sand, that's very apocalypse now. The reflections and the goggles yeah. with the explosions. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Small chop. Am... Anyway. I mean, if you were uh, if you were in Greek and Rome, that would not be... No, yeah, that would be... That would not be attractive. No. Um, so there we go. So that's our two-hour episode for this week. We kind of got off on a couple of rabbit trails, but that's okay. We've been going for a while. This is enough to keep you busy for until we get back, which God knows when that'll be. Uh, yeah. Um, time. Like, our time has been a little rough. Like, Yeah, because, well, I'm busy, and his schedule's weird, and, and I'm in school and trying to make money. And I'm still trying to fix some of my own personal bullshit that's going on. Yeah, so, so we apologize for not posting regularly to our dear listeners, but we will do our best to get back I'm sorry, more Pete. often. We're sorry, Pete. We love you. Thank you for listening all the way to the end. And Stephanie, she likes to put a song in the background. Okay. Um, Stephanie's good people. Hey, Steph, what you doing? You cooking? You cooking right now? Is that what you're doing? You painting? Huh? You know, I ran into Stephanie at random the other day. Really? Because I got my school money back, and I was like, yummy, like a king. 
Yeah, boy, I'm like, I'm just gonna go eat. Just eat big for He's like two weeks. stupid. And I went to Dragon. Guess who's broke now? Yeah, I'm not broke, broke, but I'm getting there. Um, but no, I went to Dragon King's daughter. I was like, I'm gonna have sushi tonight. Yeah. Yeah. And I it's not even happy hour. Fuck it, I'm just going just to go. <laughs> just because I got money to spend. And um, Give a shit. I right. want this to burn. Right. And so I was sitting there eating by myself, like I usually do. Which is fine. Don't feel sad. I'm okay with this. Small violin plays in the background. Uh, and I'm just about done with my meal. Wah, wah, wah. And I go to stand up to go pay my bill. And I hear, Adam? Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, and so I look around, and it's Stephanie and her girlfriend. And she's sitting there. They're sitting there having dinner. I was like, oh. Oh, we cool. We finally ran into each other in public, you know. Oh, lucky uh, you. Yeah. So. Thanks, Steph. Thank you, Steph, for listening. Thank you, Pete, for listening. We'll send you shout-outs every week until we get more viewers. <laughs> no, no, no. We're going to make... That's just going to be like our, our, our standard. Bye, Pete. Bye, Steph. Yeah. Bye, John Boy. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Later. like the show make sure to follow the guys across social media on facebook you can find them by searching for viral pleasure on twitter at viral pleasure send them an email at viralpleasure at gmail.com or just visit the website viralpleasure.com